Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hi, everybody. Sorry, um, my brain was not firing on all cylinders right then. Welcome to episode 29. I've never gotten the number <laughs> wrong, by the way. Oh, yeah. Never sure. had that problem. Sure. <laughs> so welcome back, or welcome if it's your first time listening. I feel we like you're going to hear me slurping. Well, that's okay. big, giant it's coffee coffee cup. time at yeah. 8 o'clock at night, you know? So how's everybody doing? How are you doing? Fantastic. Fantastical. I love that word. Fantastic. my new word. <laughs> There's another word that's very similar to that, but it has a different word jammed in the middle of it, but I can't say it because we're a clean podcast. Oh, don't say it then. <laughs> so I got done house setting all the little puppies and critters last week. That was, I know that was a lot of work for you and I know I was afraid of the dogs for part of it, but by the time, by the end, they were, <laughs> they were all, we were all buddies. It's always fun taking care of them, though. Yes. And then I do some cleaning and organizing because I get bored. Indeed. You think I would just go by the pool and relax. No, can't do that. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> so Did a little bit. For you guys listening, Angie told me that the little dog, Lulu, is she's got some pain problems and she's got to take pills and all that. And she she's super sweet, but she'll kind of snap at you if she gets freaked out or whatever. So we were like buddies with the dog. She's like the sweetest one. I'm like, this hasn't happened. And the day I'm leaving, the dog did that. She, <laughs> and she it really no didn't te- hurt. Well, she has no teeth. So she scared, can't really do any me. damage. Yeah. She just sounds evil. <laughs> it scared me. And the, and the cutest thing is after she does it, she realizes that she's, you know, that she shouldn't have done that. And especially if you're like, hey, it's a, what did you do? And she like hides her head under she the does. sheet and will not come out. She feels remorseful about it I because she doesn't you. even know she's doing it. Oh, like, it's literally. crazy. Yeah, yeah, she's she's the sweetest little thing though. Yeah. Um so I have a big fat bummer announcement. I am not happy about it. I know what this I is. I don't know if last week we announced or not, but we always do the Velvet Sessions Halloween party. Yeah, we probably announced it. We did and and we won a two night stay there because we won the costume contest last year. We always look forward to it. And yep. we found out this year it's canceled. We, because of renovations that they're doing in the area yes. where they normally do the party. Don't know why they just couldn't have moved it to the pool deck or something, but you know, I'll pick that bone with the people when I see them <laughs> because I need to let them know. It this seems is like a revenue stream. It does seem like a revenue stream, but you know, they don't need the money, yeah. I guess. So So then we were gonna go to we had a couple um a couple of our Facebook friends, um, and people that we met at Halloween Velvet Sessions last year. Kristen and Troy, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um they had mentioned last year about this place called the Edison, which yep. I don't know how we've never heard of this place. It Maybe looks amazing. We have, but I, I think we have we need heard to get of out it. more. I just didn't. I, I didn't realize they do a Halloween party. <laughs> yeah. So last year they did a whole um, Nightmare Before Christmas thing. That's perfect, right? Yeah. And then this year, you know, I'm looking for some information. We were going to go. We're so excited. Okay, this is what we're going to do. And guess what? They canceled it. I found that out today. I know. What a bummer. So now that one's canceled. The other one's canceled. Yeah. And and for me, no disparagement against people that like going downtown. And I, and I love the local businesses down there, but on a night like that- We're not going down there. We're just not going to do it. So- yeah. We're kind of old 
fuddy duddies now. No, so we are I'm, not. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. We're leaving but, in a week to go mountain on. biking down a mountain but, and zip know, lining. Like the partying and, and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. that Orlando kind of draws that in. And yeah. that's what, I mean, that's fine. I know. It's we're true. just, we like it in a more contained, we like to do that, but more of in a contained environment instead yeah. of like in the streets. You know right. what I'm saying? I, I do like that about Velvet Sessions. We're yeah. in the room. Go you know, to our room if we trouble. want to. That's right. And there's something to be said. This is going to make me sound like a snoot, but there's something to be said for a party that has a certain the certain fee to get in oh, because yeah. then, you know, it's going to be people that are, that, that really are serious about going and. Yeah. Not, you know, and I, we like that everybody there kind of takes it seriously. Yeah. I mean, they're having fun, but people are real, really putting effort into their costumes, yes. and they everybody wants to take pictures together. And it's actually like a, a cool little networking place it really too. Is. You meet people. That, I mean, we have friends that we've met every single year. We've made yeah, friends there. Yeah, but, people you connect with that you never would have met anywhere else on a any other. In, for any reason, yeah, you know, so that's pretty cool. But we're pretty bummed. We still have Wakiva Island that we're going to do this year. That is going to be a good one, though. I, yeah, we, and we kind of blew it off before. You know, we love Bill and Mary. We love the island, and I guess, I, you know, I'm a full disclosure here, but I didn't think I was like, oh, you know, it's out there. It's like it's going to be on the river, and yeah. And then I saw the pictures of the last few years mm-hmm. or the last couple years. And the costumes are amazing. So I'm really excited to go to that one. The reason that one sort of didn't fill the gap for Hard Rock is because it's a different night. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we'll be at the Hard Rock Hotel still. We will. We still have to enjoy those freebie days by October 31st. And we're going on vacay. Yep. Which you are going to talk about, aren't you? I sure am. That's a good segue. So our vacation is coming. We are going up to North Carolina. We mentioned this before. We're going to be meeting with... The Sideways Farms Brewery, Sideways Brewery. Yeah. Brewery. I'm going to get that right. Brewery Sorry, and John and Carrie, but <laughs> and uh, we're going to do some mountain biking and some uh, zip lining and who knows what else. But I'm really excited to go. Yeah. And of course, I'm dorking out. I've got my GoPros ready. I've got my gimbal and my new cell or my new smartphone with a better camera. And so we have like three bags of gear he has to bring. Whatever. Well, hey, speaking of which, that's all the I did podcast stuff because we have to bring that. Uh, with that's us. right. Well, speaking of which, though, I did. Uh, we did the, the uh, kayak trip we talked about a couple weekends ago. Juniper Springs. I finally finished the video for that. Posted it on the Find It Angie channel. And uh, I see that many of you have already watched it, but if you haven't uh, and you're thinking that you may want to go kayaking somewhere in Central Florida, it's a really good view of what it's like, how clear the water is, and uh, I've got great feedback. I've got a lot more views on that video than I expected already. It's been a couple of days, so thank you guys for that. And uh, you know, comment on the video or send us an email and give us suggestions on where to go kayaking because... We have been, let's run through the list real quick. We've been, we do King's Landing. That's a common one down Wikiva Springs River. We've done the Wikiwachi. We've done Silver Lake. Silver Springs. Or Silver Springs, rather. We've done Rainbow Springs. Mm -hmm. We've done Juniper Springs, which is our favorite. Mm -hmm. We've done Econ Log Hatchie, which wasn't our favorite. And we've also done the Bioilluminescent down in Mosquito Lagoon. Lagoon. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, But I'm thinking just like day trip stuff. So if anybody has, it sounds like a guitar. If anybody has uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> recommendations, um, let us know because um, we're you know we'd like to find new places to go. Yeah, we and- like we like very clear, yeah, intimate. You know, I say intimate by meaning very narrow kind of um, rivers. That's what we like. We, we like really to do. be really up and up close and personal with the wildlife, especially the the water moccasins. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> 
And also, who knows? You know, I, I thought about this when we went with your brother. It might be kind of cool just to organize a, a large group trip down the road. Yeah. We've never done that before. So if you're into kayaking, let us know. We have with some friends when we went to Rainbow Springs. Yeah, that one you're time. You're talking to even a larger group, though, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like a big stream of people would be great. Yeah. Uh, I want to mention the contest winners one more time for the Alex's Lemonade Stand Golden Warrior Contest. Um that sort of helped us to raise money to donate towards uh, childhood cancer research. Big thank you to everyone that donated. And we ran the Facebook Live last week. And I will be honest, we have only gotten two of the prizes shipped out. So I'm making a commitment tomorrow to finish contacting all the winners, figure out if you want it shipped, if we can drop it off to you, and get those prizes out before we leave on vacation. So yes. Yes. anyway, that's pretty much all that's going on with me. Okay. I'm working hard at work to get everything done so I can go on vacation vacation. and not stress. With that said, we will be right back after a short break, you guys, and stick around because we have a really great couple that we will be interviewing. So stay tuned. Hi, this is Bill Files, the upcoming audiobook narrator of Daniel Fox's awesome thriller, In the Dark. And you're listening to It's All Fine and Danji. Hey guys, and welcome back. It's time now for our community call out, of course. And today I am super excited for our guest. That's plural. We are meeting with a local hop yard, a local farm and hop yard. And uh, so we're really excited. So please welcome Jennifer and Mike Fox. Welcome, guys. Thank you. And I should clarify, (laughs) they (laughs) they are not related to me, believe it or not. So... We're going to have a fun story around that here yes, in a yes, little bit. Yes, we are, as we know. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> got to do a little more research on that one, right? <laughs> so, guys, just tell us a little bit about yourself personally to let our audience know a little bit about Mike and Jennifer. This is all new to us. Land, farming, yes. and hop yard. Well, that, to me, makes it even more exciting, mm-hmm. though. So, we are, we're kind of a... Uh, we, we have a neat story going way back. And he, we started in the same town in high school. But he grew up in Indiana, and I grew up in New Jersey. And uh, we went to high school together, but weren't necessarily together in high school. He was actually friends with my brother. And we came together after high school um, and started dating probably in our early, early 20s. Did you guys know each other all through high school? We did. Yes. Wow. Wow. Did you meet in high school? Technically, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Wow. That's from the brother. Oh, very cool. I was like the little annoying sister. He had no interest in <laughs> me <is>. whatsoever. <laughs> no. Um, but ironically, we both worked in the hospital. Yep. And we actually just kind of, I don't know, when, one day we came back together in the hospital and saw each other and said, hey, let's, let's um, go out on a date and see how it goes. And we have literally been together every day since. How cool is that? That's so- great. I did not know that about you guys. Mm-hmm. That is a great story. No, so we know we know a lot about each other, <laughs> going way back. But no secrets. Yeah, there are no <laughs> secrets. So, um, well, that's good though. Yeah, so we we kind of almost from the get go. Um, I always say, and and I believe it very firmly that our our cards were aligned from the very early times because yeah um both coming down to this state at the, around the same age going to high school together but not really being 
connected during high school other sure. than through a mutual relationship. Right. Um, you know, and then reconnecting again after high school. Working at the same place. Working at the same yeah. place. It was going to happen no matter what. And we we didn't realize it at the time, but our, our plans and destiny sure did. Well, did, were you guys friends when you worked at the same place or just kind of in passing? No. Actually, yeah. didn't even talk to her or anything until literally decided to go mm-hmm. on a date. Yeah, you oh, just yeah. looked at each other. Let's do it. Yeah, and we <laughs> knew each other, but we were just like, "Hey, hey!" And then, and then that night we went on a date, and and so, that was so there was that some was, kind of that was physical it. attraction. Yes, it was a okay. different. It was different than seeing him in high school. In right. high school, huh. it was just it may have for me it was kind of like a oh, he's cute. He kind of he. I mean. I mean, I shouldn't say this, but he reminded me of Kurt Cameron, so I always thought he was Ooh. really cute in high school. I'm like, he I is really that. cute. But I, I had this little hey, eye for him. Kurt even Cameron there. in the '80s, man, you were no, you were in love. He, he was definitely cute to me, and but oh, wow. we weren't. There was no. We would not have dated. Let's let's say we had we had similar friends, but different friends, and. Wouldn't have happened in high school, but afterward, when we were both kind of heading into our adult life, yeah. suddenly we saw each other, and and um, it was a whole different way of looking at each other. And at the right time, it just happened. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah. And I love how you said you guys have been together every day since. Yeah, no, no, I mean, we've been in literally in several. He he actually came up here to do some interning, and we were separated for a while. And, about a uh, year. Oh yeah. wow! Okay. Yeah, we did the long distance thing for a while. But, That's hard. Um, yeah, it wasn't though. That's no. the weird part. It was actually I. I well, think I came up like every weekend and. Oh, okay. So you're not really doing the super long distance. No, thing. We it, it, see each it, other. it pretty I mean, sometimes much. Sometimes it was longer than that, but it seemed yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. But we we were we weren't going to be separate. There was just no way it was going to separate. We sounds very familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. And from day one, honestly, we, we talk about this all the time, how we, we had a date early on and we sat in a, in a, in a car one night just talking about our future. And, and we both knew that we kind of described how we each saw our future to look. And we said, well, you know, I don't, I, we just didn't, we knew we didn't fit inside of a box and we yeah. knew that our future was going to be different. We were going to be doing different things than anyone else is doing as far as our, our, the way we see things, the way we want to mm-hmm. do things. And we met that night together on the same plane. We've been on that same plane together since that day. Very cool. And well, you guys have manifested some amazing stuff yeah, too. And, and, and that's, know? that's the neat part is that everything we say we're going to do as long as we meet the same time together yeah it it comes into reality which is really cool yeah you know and and for you guys listening that might sound like metaphysical but as we get into what they have been able to accomplish and have done it is absolutely amazing yes i agree so so do you guys want to talk a little bit about your profession well the daytime for example our company uh, she joined me about a year or so after I started it. Right. And thank goodness she did because it's just <laughs> really, really made it much better. So, <laughs> so, so, so what is that company? Well, medical staffing through um, ultrasound. So right. we provide ultrasound equipment, technologists to hospitals, doctor's offices, nursing homes, clinics, um, name it. Wow. How would you get facilities. into that? Well, I went to college for to be a sonographer. Actually, I went to go to become a physician's assistant. Right. But they told me, they said, well, it's such a competitive program that you need to get into, you need to get something else with it. So in my one of my A&P classes, anatomy and physiology, 
this lady in front of me, which I call her lady because she's older than I was at the time, said that, hey, I'm looking at this cardiovascular sonography program. She says, you should really get into it. She says, it's really neat and that it has a bright future. Next thing I know, I was on the program. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. So I went through the program and then went, immediately went back into uh, UCF and started taking my prerequisites for PA. Well, what happened was is I started doing some contract work with the ultrasound while I was going to college. Right. And my contract work was doing pretty well. Yeah. And here I am doing part-time contract work. And not that it's all about money. Of course. But I'm doing as well as full-time PAs what I'm thinking I'm going to go continue my education for. Right. Yeah. So, so it made me really scratch my head. Change gears. <laughs> yeah. So I started thinking, well, what can I do with this profession? Right. And the next thing you know, I started putting people in those positions and it just kind of took off from there yeah story yeah that is very cool i I think you know that also speaks to sometimes we talk about um tracks for kids in school Mm -hmm. and not having to take the classes that you know aren't going to be related to your profession but i think when you get a taste of like real world uh experience and money and i know it's not all about money it changed your direction Mm -hmm. so that's interesting and it's really funny because when in 2001 is when I joined him. He was mm-hmm. doing it independently. And I had my first son in 2001, and I was a stay-at-home mom. And, and one day he came home, and he's like, would you, would you come in the office maybe one day and just maybe help, like, you know, answer? Because at the time, before that, I was a training and development specialist with a big agency here in Orlando. Oh, wow. So I, I became a stay-at-home mom when I had mm-hmm. my first. Sure. So he comes home and he's like, would you come in and maybe help out in the office one day? Because he really clearly needed the, the support but didn't have it. Right. He's like, you can bring, you can bring, you know, Alex in and you can set up the pack and play. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And I loved administrative kind of stuff. I loved yeah. the work. And I came in and, and set it up with him and had the baby in there in the office with him. And I never left it. From that point <laughs> on, we were a team. We were like, oh, okay. that's great. I had a plan. I had a plan. That was your plan? You knew it. Yeah. He just knew. Uh, and we nice. do. And we enjoy it. And, and we've seen, you know, sadly, we've seen so many do this same thing that we're doing. Same model. Same business. Same mm-hmm. everything. But because they didn't have that that life partner or that person dedicated hundred yeah. percent, it didn't work out. Yeah. And, and we tell everyone when they ask us what's your what's your secret to doing this, we say that we do it together because you have to have a hundred percent support no matter what you do. Yeah. And that transcends over everything we're doing right now. So I wonder. This is. I wonder if I've often wondered for my own personal life. Not to switch too many gears, but. You know, Angie and I have been together for five years and change. You know, we're getting married next year. And since we've been together, I have found my passion for writing. I have, I just feel like I'm a lot more focused and centered than I've ever been in my life. And I, I didn't really didn't even realize until you're saying that right now that it probably has a lot to do with Mm. your support, the support system. Um, and I want, you know, we talk about like manifestations of, putting your intention out there of what you know you're going to do and sort of bringing that into existence. And I think you guys have done that. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, yeah. you guys are the epitome of yeah, that. So yeah. And for those that are listening, Angie and I are sitting out here right now at the Fox Valley Farm and Hop Yard. And it is, you know, we'll get into what it is, but it is super cool. It's it's uh, gorgeous. The, the land, the rolling fields of the uh, hops and the chickens and the orchard and all that stuff. And this is kind of what you guys have done 
in addition to your successful business just since you moved out here. Mm-hmm. So how did you first come across the property out here? All right. Well, this cool is a story. Yeah. This, that, this that's is Jennifer's cool story. story. So. And this is a hundred percent. I think um, you're manifesting what you constantly think about because we were, we were, we were doing our, our normal stuff for years. We were doing the business. We were doing family. We were doing everything. But on the backside, we would sit and talk about um, how great it would be to do farm, how great it would be to do animal, you know, all these things that we dream. Everybody has their kind of mm-hmm. what ifs and, and what if we do this and what if we try this and we'd love to do this. Well, one day, um, and all it takes with us is a seed. If someone plants a seed and, and it grows between the two of us, we're on it. It's yeah. 100% going to bloom into something. So somebody planted a seed at one point about doing um, this free RV life traveling where you get rid of all your stuff, go out and do the <laughs> RVing thing. And life is so free and it's an adventure and you put all your your efforts into um, you just living instead of, you know, your stuff holding you. And, and, and it, it was so attractive to us because we'd spent years just building on our business and not really... Um, experiencing a lot. And we thought, well, we, you know, our family is very tight. Our boys are with us no matter what we do. But we thought, what a grand idea. If we just, (laughs) if we get rid of all the things that weigh you down, Mm -hmm. go out and live a hundred percent kind of almost free minded, um, as far as where you're, where you're roaming, where you're going, where you're seeing and and just doing instead of being in one place, we thought, what a great idea. And we did it and we did it for about a year. Wow. Um, and then we had a, a son who decided he didn't want to do it anymore. And oh, yeah. Unfortunately, we all we all <laughs> were a little bummed. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you remember? It was Gabe who really got us to do it, though. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so cool. You guys changed gears both times from the input from your kids. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. The f- we used to rent an RV every year or so. Right. Mm-hmm. And our Vacation. youngest loved it so much that he dreamed about living in it. Yeah. And I kept We'd watch saying, tiny yeah. houses on yeah. TV mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, We're like, so relatable. This. I'm we just biting my tongue. Right? Well, so, you know, he'd always be like, oh, we're going to do this. I said, yeah, well, that's something we should do in the future. Yeah. And then one day he comes up and he literally said, oh, we're never going to do this, are we? And that's whenever I went to Jennifer and I said, Let's do this. And, and a friend, a friend was doing it yeah. at that very, I mean, and it was almost like, like I said, nothing is by chance in our mind. Everything mm-hmm. is, is laid out purposefully. I think right. that, you know, if, if, if that was what we were going to do, your cards line up exactly the way they should for yeah. it to happen. And we both sat and talked about it one night and we're like, well, you know what, if we don't do it now, then it's this whole opportunity is going to pass because they're the boys feel like that was the time. Yeah. 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 And, and we're kind of like that. If you get an itch, we either scratch it or we ignore it. But usually we jump in the pool before we learn this. Three weeks later, we found the perfect class A and yep. And the the, the RV that we found was more than perfect. It was weirdly perfect. The timing was perfect. And we said, well, um, what do we have to lose? Quite honestly, I mean, yeah. so so we put some stuff in storage and we get rid of the rest of it. Really, 
So what? You have to buy everything it's again. Just stuff anyway. It's just mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Yeah. We gave most of it away. And we yeah. really did. Wow. Yep. We donated wow. almost, I would say, half of the ni- the mm-hmm. 90% we gave away. That Half of it was donated. The rest we tried to sell. But at the end of the road, you're just like, we've had our time with it. Just give Let it, it go. Yeah. yeah. So tell us how that brought you to the property here. So the, the journey when it ended, because our oldest wanted to, he wanted to get back to having his space and rightfully so he's a, he's a teenager at the time. And so we said, well, the next thing we've always talked about is land. So let's, let's try to find land. And we looked and looked and looked and, and oddly they grew up here in Apopka and, um, we kept looking in areas that were further out. We looked at areas that didn't really have a lot going on. They were just mostly land, but really pretty. And we couldn't find anything. And we were about to give up. We said, well, let's wait like three well, or actually, four months. Actually, we found lots. But every time we go to bid on it, somebody else something would like yeah, hour Either somebody oh, would wow. get it from us or it would be the perfect, perfect land, not the perfect house or perfect, yeah. you know, vice versa. Yeah. So nothing was lining up. And we just thought, well, Mike finally said, just let's just wait you know there's no there's no big hurry let's just wait we're sure we're fine the way we are we're enjoying this and i said all right well that night um i just i for some reason broadened the range on my phone and the first thing that popped up was this house which is weird because it wasn't in an area that i specified usually you can specify yeah. the city yeah and all i did was I think I, I made the mileage a little bit further. A little further out, yeah. And this house popped up and it was, it almost, it gives me a little chills now because when I looked at it, the way that they had done the whole write-up on it, it had everything we had talked about having wow. for ourselves in the future. We said it has the outbuildings, it had the land, it had the forest behind it, it had everything we wanted. And I said... Is it possible that this is <laughs> this is it? Because it's in an area that we, you know, had had we always look at things like if we do it, we're done with that and we move forward. So for us to go back and repeat a yeah. place or a, you know, we always say that's that doesn't seem right because we're always trying something new. Right. Well, we came out, we looked at it. Mike wasn't with me at the time, but we actually looked at the house and realized that everything we had thought about everything that we had i mean if you want to say manifested in our mind on what we wanted it was here it was Mm. actually or the potential of what we wanted was was laid out perfectly here so did you know right away like i mean did you come here walk around and then go back to the car and go this is it i knew um I got a sign. Actually, I got a very clear and vivid sign because when we walked the property and we came back up, my my middle son pointed to a plaque on the house that said House of Fox. And I immediately turned around and I said, this is our house. And wow. Oddly, our <laughs> second second house that we bought, Mike put an offer on. I've never saw it because he knew that was our place. This one, I did the same thing. I, did, I said, I'm going to put an offer in. I know you haven't seen it. But I know this is our house because there's so many things here that line up with what we've talked about. Well, that sign, you know, people sometimes can scoff at, uh, you know, I just knew or just had a feeling or I had a sign, but it's really hard to debate that actual physical no, sign. Actual physical, <laughs> physical sign. sign. <laughs> and it was it was almost like a slap in the face. Like if you don't, if this isn't it, I don't know what else to give you kind of a thing. Right. Because this has everything that you're going to want to do is here and 
And I can tell you, we've been here a year and a half, and it, it's almost it, it's almost perfect. I mean, to the point where the things that are here were things that we talked about, but the things that are now happening as a result of us being here right. are even more perfect in, in the plan that we had envisioned. So, for and ourselves. part of that plan was their plan of being like a part of the community, and. Are you to normally to yourselves? Because we are totally to ourselves. We know normally to ourselves because <laughs> you can't move in this no, neighborhood no, and no, go out. No, they're knocking on your door the first day. But just, but yeah. God, but like, you know, and, and and I'm a person that believes that you if you if your your needs are known, your needs are known on what it is that you really truly want. Your hearts your hearts desires are known. So if you it, one of the things that we always talked about is no matter where we lived we knew maybe the person next to us on either side and that was it. And, yep. as, and as much as we consider ourselves somewhat introverted because we're so busy, we don't have time for relationships right. and, mm-hmm. and making social circles. Um, everybody needs something like sure. that. everybody needs family and our family is two and a half hours away from us. So right. the one thing that we're lacking in everything we've done is closeness to people that we can really love and trust. Right. And when we came here, there was no stopping it. It happened almost overnight. We <laughs> yes. had everybody came and said hello, and and it was an instant relationship with this place. And yeah. I said, "It. This is the creepy part: is that we made friends. Mike hasn't made a friend um, in a neighborhood or where we've lived in years. Probably since we've been together, he hasn't connected with someone. But he made friends with." Um, Jeremy, who's doing the hops with him, right. like instantly, and and he truly looks at him like a brother. I mean, it's just it's just so. I, I love that. It's yeah. like somebody scooped us up, put us in heaven, and said, "Okay, you're here. You're here. <laughs> yeah. you know, we got you here. Now do your thing." Yeah. So you know, there's more coolness to this story, though. Yeah. So how are you related to this story, Daniel? Oh, so I'll <laughs> take a quick opportunity here, but so this is the house I grew up in. <laughs> And for those of you maybe new to the show, my last name is Fox. Our family's last name is Fox. We're not related to Mike and Jennifer. And uh, my dad passed a few years back, and my mom has had this big house and all this property she's been trying to sell for a long time. Uh, and to the point she wanted where, to send sell it to the perfect people, too. That was very important it, to her right. as well. And, and it, because of that, it's kind of it became a struggle for her to sell. Because what are the chances? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I guess to shorten the story, um, yeah, so the Fox family, the different Fox family, <laughs> found the Fox house. I, I've been here since I was three. Mm-hmm. I vividly remember the construction of the house. And, uh, I mean, how it, you can't get much more sort of in tune with the universe than all that. Yeah. 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 So, Without a doubt. It's such a cool story. It really is. So let's go on to the hops yard a little bit. So when did the... When or who did the idea come to? Or was it a collaboration? No, what it, very, what happened? Very strange. Um, we decided after we moved in to have the 4th of July party, which Jeremy came and did yeah. the fireworks for. Mm-hmm. It was a you know it was a good little turnout. We didn't want it too big. We just wanted to kind of try it out and see how it was like. Uh-huh. So um, I invited an old friend of mine from high school, Jeff, who now works in the hop here. But he comes out, and over in the, we had this field out here that used to have the greenhouses on it. So it was kind of an empty field with just sand, but it's a good sized field. And yeah. Jeff goes, well, so what are you doing with this field? I said, well, I'm thinking about planting some fruit trees. I don't know yet. We just kind of moved in. And he goes, well, let me tell you a funny story. He goes, my wife and I are on the Orlando Ale Trail. 
and he goes, we go around and we talk to all the breweries, and he goes, and they always say that they wish they had local hops. I don't even know what he's talking about. Right. <laughs> so um, I, he's sitting there telling me the story and how he found that the University of Florida found out how you can grow hops in Florida, and he's going into all these details. And finally, I just put my hand out and said, you want to grow some hops with me? And we shook our hands that night. Yeah. I went over to Jeremy right away, and I said, hey, Jeremy. <laughs> I said, um, I told him the story. I said, you want to tackle this with me? And he says, sure. Yeah. Well, a month later, we had the semi-truck delivering the telephone poles. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, I love and, you know, that. So, and it's just been There's a, no playing around you know, here. No. <laughs> been a race ever since. So, yeah. obviously, you weren't familiar with hops. Was was your buddy Jeff familiar with hops? Just from him knowing Consuming. That, yeah. It's, and he oh. did some... Yeah, he, he consumed <laughs> quite a bit trail. Of so, did, I, so, I have to ask, did Jeremy and, and Jeff and you, did everybody just start researching? How did, yeah. Okay. Very wow. cool. Because I've sat down with Jeremy and talked about the hops and the detail that he goes into. And I know he gets like that about everything he's into. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhat obsessive, so just like I do, and I don't know, maybe you're the same way. But um, oh yeah, Jennifer's shaking her head. Yes. So I guess when all those kinds of personalities synchronize, nothing can stop you. Yeah. Pretty much. You know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we built it, and we've had everybody come out, and people from other states, other countries. Yeah. Just to come see this. Which other is countries. Wow. Australia, um, Thailand. Oh my wow. goodness. And, um, and, and and all of them say the same thing. They said, "Oh, you couldn't have done any better." You know, wow, so it's, just, it's kind of yeah. that, and that's that's what we were we were saying. We were we were trying to convey that, and this is no, this is no joke. That if we if we collectively decide that something's going to happen, and we all put our minds to it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. That's awesome. And just hang on because you know hold wow. on to your seat because we're gonna, we're going to move forward. And I love it's gonna, that. It's going to come into reality. And yeah. You know. As our friend Rhonda would say, that's the movers and shakers kind of mentality. The movers yeah. and shakers, you, baby. You get things <laughs> done, you stop talking thing. about it and do it. It's yep. a great thing. So what was the, um, I know Dan has a question, but so from the, the handshake, right? Mm-hmm. And then we did a little research. How long was the process as far as getting all the poles up? Like what kind of time did you put into that? And what was the process as far as getting it started? Well, it literally started, I think, the next day after that party. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, started doing research. <laughs> Rivers and shakers. Yeah. What, what do you have to have? Um, what is it built out of? And I started trying to figure out, where do you get telephone poles? And next thing you know, uh, after searching, Amazon? No. no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this place up the street here, uh, Ryan Brothers Lumber. Oh, yeah. was one of the best places I found wow. to get these things. And so you're staying local, yeah. which is really oh, yes. cool. Yep. Yeah, so um, like I said, it took about, a, after you put the order in, I think it took two or three weeks to get the poles actually here. So it was about a month or so, not even quite a month, and they were being delivered here. And Wow. Yeah, so uh, Jeremy said, okay, this is how we're going to do it, because he's pretty good about figuring out how to put the stuff in. So we put the poles in, then ordered the cabling. It was like 6,000 feet of cable. Wow. And put that all in. And, and so for clarity, the, the cable holds the vines up? Correct. Okay. Yes, and also holds the poles in place. Right. Together, so it kind of cable cable structure technically. <laughs> yeah. So again, those for those listening, I've taken some footage out here. We're sitting out here at night now, which is nice. But uh, I've taken some footage of the hops yard. Mm-hmm. We did like a commercial a few weeks ago. So I'll post some of that footage. Uh, I'll put a link in the description of the show. You can scroll down and click the link and check out some of the footage out here. It's amazing. But yeah, it looks like something from outer space when you're driving by. And the first time I heard you guys talking about it, I had no concept of 
just how big the whole thing Me is. Either. It's amazing. It really is. Yeah. When they when they were talking about what they were going to do, and you could see them drawing these little sketches on paper and planning it out, and how many of this it was going to take, and how many that, and talking about turnbuckles and way above anything that I could right. follow or or comprehend. And all I could think of is, I'm going to have how many telephone poles in my backyard? <laughs> I thought, this is... But you know what? It looks nice, actually. But now it's beautiful. It is yeah. beautiful. No, no, it's... Originally, I'm like, is this going to look good? Yeah. Is this going to... But it, it really is like a like a landmark to look at. I mean, it's, it's, it is quite beautiful. It's an improvement it's above in, the greenhouses. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Oh, it really... And I worked in those greenhouses. So, and look, with all due respect, those greenhouses helped me have a nice childhood. But That's yeah. right. But so, quick question about the help. So Jeff works out here with you. My brother Jeremy works out here with you. Is, is it just the four of you that kind of manage that and take care of all the the hop yard? Yes. Wow. That's a lot of work. It is on top of a day job. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is a lot of work. Sometimes I'm wondering what the heck hobby. I was thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, when I when I was out here helping you guys pick the mm-hmm. hops off, we'll talk about that in a second, but. Um, I said, this is like a great teenage job, first job, get those 15 year olds out here picking yeah. some hops. Yeah. It's very community oriented with that. They help a little. <laughs> well, we had a, we had a beautiful planting. I mean, the, 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 when we actually, because these, when you plant the actual plants, they last supposedly up to 20 years. And so it was, it was very exciting for all of the family and friends to come out and everybody get their hands in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Almost like ceremonial. Oh, yeah. it was beautiful. It was actually great. And it was it was one of those kind of moments where you, you'll never forget because everybody had their hands on the part of growing it. And now it's just a matter of tending and maintaining and mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Michael tell you, they, they said over and over, you won't get hops the first time around. And so we were truly, honestly, not expecting anything. We were expecting these weird little vines to grow up with, with nothing. And then to our utter shock, we had hops. Like Lots of hops. Lots, Lots of, of hops. hops. So if you drove by their house, I mean, uh, just a garden of green, mm-hmm. you know, a wall, yep. a wall it of green. Beautiful. And yeah. that's what's funny because from what little I understand, just talking to Jeremy about it, you don't normally get a good turnout with your first mm-hmm. yield, you a good yield, yeah. I guess, with your mm-hmm. first. And you guys totally Well, have. and especially in Florida, right? Because we're Correct. not really the climate. Right, for hops right. to grow so and there's not really nothing there's no there's no history in florida to go by so really it's kind of a you're breaking it, ground yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, really it's knows. the lighting believe it or not oh, i do yeah, yeah i've yeah. seen and how many lights do you know how many there are out there 540 Woo. 540 and what type lights. of lights are they they're just um ge full spectrum white that's okay. all you need wow, wow. And it acts as like sunlight to the hops well yeah in a sense um what it is is it they, they think it's a longer day like you would get up north. Oh, that's cool. So that's why hops are typically grown up north. Correct. Even though they have a short growing season, but during that short growing season, the day is actually longer. Right. And since we don't have that here, the hops typically don't grow because they don't think they should be. Ah. So what type of hops do you grow? We have Cascade, um, Zeus, Comet, Nugget. And cashmere. What does all that mean? It's just the different varieties <laughs> that they've come up with. And does it like make different kinds of beer? From- different flavors, different aromas, ah. uh, even different uh, different bittering. Yeah, different alpha acids. So, what am I drinking right here, right now? I believe that's Cascade. And this is really smooth. It's like a darker beer. It's not bitter. It's got a really. It's almost like a stout. 
Is that yeah. what? Is that right? Yeah. Well, whatever they brewed with it, I'm not sure, but I know they used it. I believe the Cascade that's a red. You're drinking a red. Now, yeah. the the interesting thing was for us because we've we've never grown these before, so this was this was very new to us. Mm-hmm. But um, Cascade is kind of you know the what we we had two rows of Cascade. That was our first harvest. Four rows. Sorry. Right. And that one was it was beautiful to us. It was aromatic, but. The, the one thing that blew me away, like Zeus, when Zeus came in, it was so strong that it literally, because we have a drying mechanism here where we're sitting, it filled the entire house with the smell. It was that, wow. that strong in comparison wow. to Cascade. And then we picked, um, what was it that we had, cashmere? That was the latest, and, the last one. And it has almost like an oniony kind of scent to it. So they're all so uniquely different. I think it's been absolutely beautiful to determine the difference yeah. between each one and say, okay, this one's more like so, this. And so I have a question on the the appearance of it. Do is the appearance different on the different yes. types? Yes. They yeah. are. Yes. And I never, I didn't notice that when I walked around yeah. out there, but I wasn't paying attention. You know, I wasn't yeah. looking for that. Yeah. Cascade was more, well, this first one anyway, there, some of them were long, some of them were shorter, but it was almost a more together, tighter kind of um, cone. It was a little pine cone. Yes. Oh, okay. And oh. Zeus was just this, this fat, um, Pudgy little cone. It was, and it was big. It was the biggest, biggest strongest. One. Which yes, the name kind of reflects on both yeah. of them. Um, yeah. And cashmere we noticed was more of an open, like a flower, like a flowering yeah. cone. Oh. Yeah. So it's that's, really cool. That's kind of cool. That's that's, that's very, very cool. cool. So uh, we were talking before we actually started recording. I don't know that much about beers and ales, but mm-hmm. I do know, like at a restaurant, I know I like stouts. I know I like reds, and I I imagine just like coffee, it's interesting to learn. The different, what different flavors can come out of different hops, yep. different alcohol content. Is that mm-hmm. all based on the hop or what, what you make it with? I know nothing about this. As much beer as you used to drink. I never, anymore. I never thought I didn't about it. read the label. We just drank <laughs> it. But, um, <laughs> well, I mean, there's so, so many different things that go into the brewing. I'm not a brewer myself. I kind of wish that brewer was here to talk about it a little bit more. Sure. But the um, hops are used for the bittering and some flavoring. Even, yeah. So that's what they became famous for. Um, I know that you can mix the different kind of hops, but you also mix the malts and the barleys and sure. whatever they do with that. Again, I'm not a brewer. No, so. no, no, I understand. <laughs> but like one of my favorite beers, Sam Adams, is famous because they put so many hops in it. That was part of what made mm. them famous. So it must play a pretty big part. In the oh, yeah. Well, we we know that when when we've had like your some of your IPs that that are very bitter. Um, you know, we we went we we've tried several of the smashes now, which is a single malt. Um, single hop beer and some of them were used with our hops and it and it's great because it's it's got that nice bitterness to it but you, you don't have this full body flavor you have more of an you know a little bit of a, you a really distinct taste the hops. Yeah, yeah distinct of, of the different ones that they use so it's kind of neat for us it's a whole learning process sure I mean, we're not even we can't sit down and tell you what we're tasting when right. they make it i mean their craft is their craft sure yeah. we're just growing the tools for their craft and it's like and an art doing so yeah. absolutely yeah it's, it's, it's almost like an art to know it too though isn't yeah, it yes. you know to be able to taste it and go okay this has hints of uh you know whatever kind of ingredients yeah, or hops like a wine almost like a wine yeah, taster yeah. yeah and i love i love seeing 
them like if we if we bring them some of the hops and and i love to see what they create with it because you know we can grow them we can say oh these smell beautiful but what they do from that point on is just to us it's, it's all the it's, magic it's so cool it's, that's awesome it's like scientific and and you know all those cool things all and, and but they they love it they love to to combine flavors and well, we're going to visit a brewery up in North Carolina this month, yeah. and uh, they mix with wildflowers and Love all it. sorts of stuff. All kinds so of we'll stuff. let you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all right. So, how are you guys networking with local breweries? Um, you know, I know you're setting up at some events and stuff. How are you getting the word out about the hops farm? Well, we've done we've done a lot this this harvest that we had the first one because we had no intention on having one. We actually gave a complimentary harvest, um, so we took this one we we offered them to come out and pick so they came out and we had i think three or four different harvest days where they actually came out and picked their own buckets and they could take them away um and oh, that's that was cool. that was fun that was exciting because yeah. we got to meet some fabulous for people that. that's when i was filming all the footage and stuff people that's were taking I, their own hops yeah. oh i didn't realize i thought they were just helping that. you pick the hops yep i loved i loved having that because we were able to one-on-one connect and meet some amazing people and and then see the results of what they did with it. So they and brought back the beer that they made from they've, it. Well, they've they've been actively showing us the brew process, which is great. Oh. So you're learning more, which yeah, is cool. So it's really cool to see that. And then we took a bunch. We've actually been drying them ourselves, and we've been um, vacuum sealing packages and then hand delivering some to the brewers. And that's a lot oh, of cool. fun, obviously. Oh, you get it to is. go visit and you get to bring yeah. a present. Um, How far are you trying to stay local on that? Or are you kind of going we into have other been, cities? We've, but we've had some brewers as far as Jacksonville wow. um, brew some of the hops, which has been great. So the, I think the, the biggest thing right now for us is is to get the awareness that we're here, mm-hmm. the the fact that you know we're we're producing something that is local and fresh, and and we, although we want the farm to brewery concept we would love for people out of florida to try it because it's truly a new thing it's it's yeah it's unique to florida and it's happening very very successfully here in florida so we really just want the word for everybody to to give it a shot and see what we need to connect them with um john oh absolutely yeah definitely undoubtedly um yeah so john i don't want to get too much into it because it's another guest that we're having in a couple weeks but He's from here, moved up there, started a hops farm, started a brewery, and it's all about community and sharing and all the same and kind of stuff. And a farm like you guys yeah. have the vision of, have their own bees and and Which uh, is exactly what stuff. we're yeah. planning yeah, to bees do. Are, bees? Yeah, bees? Yeah, oh, bees after their face. How cool is this? Yeah. So you know we have to come back and interview you guys oh, again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. get to put on yeah. bee suit then. Yeah. Yeah. So Well, so, we're going to have a month where we, um, we want to... One month where we interview local um, farms, farms, yeah. mm-hmm. or people you know who had bought land and turned it into something yeah. where they could earn a living and do something they enjoy. So, do you guys plan to make your own beer at some point? Well, not in a sense as opening up a brewery, but maybe for um, tasting and testing the hops. And let's say if there's a brewery wants to come out, we can say we can serve like single smash or single hop beers that they can taste it. 
And we right. can show them the ingredients and then be like, oh, okay, this is how this one compares to this. So it gives them a base for yes. what they might want to go do with yes, it? Yes, more like ah. for a, a, a testing, a product testing. I got you. Oh, cool. you know, and this way, we can kind of have a bond and I know what they're talking about oh, or what course. they need. So that's the only reason I would like to learn how to brew some. Okay, well, that's I interesting. Almost, I almost wonder if you could ever do something like, you know, um, sometimes you'll walk into a store and there will be somebody that doesn't work at the store, but they're a different product that have sat up in the store and are sampling their product mm-hmm. that they sell in the store. So if a brewery wanted to come out and let, like maybe you have people come in and, you know, once you have a little farm going here and stuff and they could set up their beer that they made from your hops yes. and have uh, like a tasting yes, yes. of that. I would, How yeah, cool we, would that be? That, yes. That's definitely Absolutely. something to think too. And they could, we could have it so they could have their keg on tap here. yes yes then other people oh i heard about those guys i mean yeah sure you want to try something yeah. you know? and it's so, almost yeah. like a community event mm-hmm. and drawing you know yeah, more this awareness is, this is a big this this whole brewing community is, is quite connected i didn't i had no idea there was even really much of a brewing community here oh yeah it's, it's, it's so it probably sounds very naive but i just never thought about i didn't it. either and yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah but i mean it. it makes sense there's micro brewed beer at everywhere when you go to a bar Oh yeah, and they and they collaborate together. It's great. I've never seen such a great just group of people getting together and and enjoying, like I said, what they what they really love to do. It's well, really you just said something that struck me too. Is you said they collaborate. So there seems like a lack of sort of competition, and it's more of a let's work together kind of vibe. That's what we've witnessed so far, and yeah. I hope yeah, it's that's like a that movement. It's, yeah, more than yeah. anything else. Well, see, yeah. we love that because one of the philosophies that we have that we've talked about is. There's no lack of success in the world, so you you right. don't you don't have to steal from someone else or worry about them Bad eating your lunch. You actually yeah. work together, and you're all more successful. Yes. So I like to hear that the that they collaborate together yeah, like that. Hundred percent, and especially with us, we've been in the medical business now for almost gosh, almost where it's like doggy dog, almost kind twenty of. years. Yes, and yeah, and in the beginning, I can honestly say the first ten years it felt very competitive. And yeah, I, that's I, the word I meant. Sure, and I guessed that. I I second guessed getting into something like this because i'm like i don't like competitiveness i'm yeah. not this you know it, it it plays against your emotions all the time mm-hmm. and yep. now that we've done it for as long as we've done it i realize there is plenty there's so much out there yes, yes. that there is absolutely 100 percent no reason to be competitive right there's and if you are competitive it's because you're kind of new in the game and you feel like you got to get every egg yep. in your basket that was sure. me at first and, uh-huh. i was very yeah. competitive sure <laughs> and now it's just you know now it's just what 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 can we all collectively do to better together. what's going on and i think knowing that uh, together you can do more than you could do separate and by yourselves anyway yeah that's got to be a good feeling yeah so tell us a little bit more about what else is going on out here at the farm because you've got more going on oh, than we, just the hops yeah, we do um <laughs> So we have a lot of chickens. You do. Yes, a lot you do. of chickens. <laughs> we have, we have uh, my son is doing his own chicken egg business right now. Oh, wow. He's got about 100 and, what'd you count? Well, it was 111 in his area. In his. Then, yeah. 111 what? Buildings. Oh, my goodness. You just had a lot <laughs> yes. of chickens. I was thinking like 10. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Wow. No, it's, a, it's a quite a... It's a full-blown yeah. chicken so farm. Who is, yeah. he's, who is he selling his eggs to? Just um, spreading the word through he's family He's currently giving them away because he's going through his, his rightful uh, due diligence process of setting up his business. So yeah. until okay. he has it 100% ready to go, he's been sharing and, and well, that's connections. 
you know? And yeah, so he's he's loved it. He's had an incredible relationship with chickens like like I've seen no other, you know, kid yet have a, a relationship with his chickens and we love them. I mean, it's it's for us, it's we haven't we haven't even talked about having other animals because we're so overwhelmed with our, our once we get girls, done with them, we you know, we'll probably do something else. Yeah, too. I'm sure we, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we will, but they're so cool. They're the coolest animals that yet that we've had besides our, our own personal pets and Wow. So that's that's going on. That's in a constant progress. And then Mike's planting his orchard, which he can tell you how big that is and what's coming yeah, in Yeah, how many trees are in there? Well, what kind of trees, yeah. Well, there's 28 fruit trees, not including the banana plants and the grapes. We're also wow. doing grape. Oh, We're very about cool. 600 feet of grapevine will be around. Oh, that's exciting. Wow. You going to make some wine? No, probably. <laughs> yeah, you're doing muscadine? Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 You probably have four or five different varieties of muscadine or muscadine. Cool. Awesome. So the, the, yeah. And the plan is we'll have, uh, hopefully within the next year, we'll have a little farm stand up at, to where we can offer a lot of these fruits and vegetables oh, and yes. eggs. Oh, we'll be here. And yes. Definitely. Because honestly, we <laughs> try to eat clean. We've, we've been... Yeah. We've been struggling a bit this week because of all the busyness, yeah. but we um, we try to eat clean, and we it's difficult to find. Oh yeah, yeah. zero pesticides yeah. here. We will yeah. not use them. Yeah. So what, what do you use? Thing. Just like uh, uh, natural uh, ladybugs, that kind of stuff. So far, or? it's been working great. Just doing um, feeding them well and keeping everything trimmed. I mean, we could just been lucky so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, we've been really lucky. Yeah. I think we if we have to then we have we have recipes that we can use utilizing garlic yep. cayenne pepper yeah, we've seems. looked at that too because so we want to do like gardens yeah. yeah we don't want to do any pesticides either yeah, yeah. 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 shade I mean, houses how many square feet or acres okay. is the well, hop yard there's a little bit of a funny <laughs> oh, story we have to that. talk about that oh, have right. you not heard this story no, no. <laughs> you guys want to hear something else? sure yeah okay. so i'm building the wall around the orchard to keep those darn deer out mm-hmm. <laughs> And so as I'm doing it, I was trying to do it on paper like we did the hop yard. And it wasn't working out because it's a very kind of an odd shape over there. And the visual, to look at it visually versus on a piece of paper, I'm like, okay, what I like on paper isn't going to work here. Right. So I just pretty much took the four corners and started placing them until I liked them. And like just so, visually. Yeah, with the chicken building in the middle of it. So once I put it where I wanted, I said, okay, let me do this. And I measured it, and it was uh, 225 feet by 64 feet. So right. I put it in a calculator, and it came up to 14,400 square feet. Right. And I said, well, that sounds kind of familiar. I said, let me put the measurements in the, the hop yard, which is 180 feet by 80 feet. came out to exactly 14,400 <gasps> square feet. That's just weird. Well, it gets even Better. weirder. Because Jeremy was freaked out by that. He's right. like, he goes, what's the odds? I'm like, I know. I just visually did it. Well, anyway, I go, wait a minute, Jeremy, do you realize that we have 1,440 vines out in that field? That you're lying. No. <laughs> oh, my God. And that wasn't planned either. It was 720 plants, and we had them both done in a V formation. By the time you're done, it was 1,440. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, so we, yeah. what are we doing with this number? Because well, you've got to do something with the number. <laughs> yeah, you can look the number up yourself. It has a lot of interesting <laughs> meanings, but. Angie, can we get lottery yeah. tickets on yeah. the way home? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what wow. you, how you do that. So, one, there, there is no doubt that. It's just like re- reconfirming everything. Yes. And that's yeah. what yeah. we said. We're, and, and we knew that from day one when we came here. We're like, we're. This place found us. We did not find this place. Yeah. So, right. whatever we're doing here, we're doing 
um, for a reason. And it's not, it may not be our plan. It may be part of our plan, yeah. but there is definitely something bigger here at than play. Us that's yeah. going yeah. on. Yeah. Wow. And that, that's just, cool. and that was our confirmation. That was, yeah. okay, we're wide open. We're listening. Now, what next? What's next? What do we yeah. do? <laughs> yeah. Interestingly, you know, there's 1,440 minutes in a day. Kind of neat. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's almost like the Because once the, that the comes up, formula. you know you start researching. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. We can yeah. go home and watch that movie. What is it, 43 or something with Jim Carrey? Do you remember that movie where yeah. you keep seeing that number everywhere? Yeah. So do you guys yeah. think that 1,400, what's the number again? Well, it's just, it's 1,440 or 144. It just matter how many zeros, it just can't come, kept yeah. coming up. Do you think the number is repeating itself as a way of sort of confirming that you're doing the right thing? Is that what you mean by your? It may not be your plan. We hope so. I mean, it's it's a number of a basically from what we gather, what what we have done. It's kind of a a new way of thinking, kind of a um, like a almost like a renewal of a plan. Well, kind if you of look thing. it up, those numbers do come up a it's lot. Supposed to be like and an angel number. Yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. It is very interesting, but it is the hours of the day, so or the yeah. minutes of the day, so. There's something to it. There, I mean, we're not. I'm not a numbers person. Yeah. I don't follow numerology yeah. or anything like that. But I absolutely know and understand that everything in this universe is by number. And sure. Um, several years back, we started on on. We got into this whole vision board thing, and we were creating our little vision boards. Oh, I know that. exactly what they are. Yeah. yeah. So we were doing that. Like I don't know. Back in when we lived in Errol, actually. So How was, often though? Um, we created them when we, that's why I say this is, this is almost mind boggling to me because this is kind of stuff that we talked about right. and vision mm-hmm. together. Um, but when we were living in Errol was, what year did we leave Errol? We left in 10. 2010. We were in So. For seven years and then ended up. We had each created our own vision board basically because we had just kind of learned about vision boards. Right. And we've, we've did that we and then we realized that well you 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 don't need to create the vision board if you have if with the two of us are together and we're constantly doing that and researching what we want and kind of putting it into you know you're looking at the pictures all the time you're creating the same yeah. thing the yeah. vision board is to keep your mind continuously Correct. going back Correct. to what you want to manifest yeah so when we went into the RVing stage although that's something we wanted to do we understood later that the rv stage was really just like a, what we call a time in the desert where we got out there and we were in like no man's land for a while and it was almost like the holding tank i'm gonna transition i'm thing. gonna put you here yeah and mm-hmm. at the end of this is going to be what you've been talking about but you needed to clear yourself from we all needed, those yeah. yes we needed from that down you yeah. wouldn't have worked yeah. without it Yep. So now it's like it makes perfect sense to us why we did that. Besides right. the fact that it was very cool and it was a spur of the moment idea. Sure. But, um, so when we when we now came here, we created our new one, which we have on the board in there. And we said, well, let's do it again because this place has is quite large and we want to be able to keep your eye on the ball. Get our yeah. stuff kind of focused in. So um, now when we look at the board two of the things are already coming right into fruition already and we're wow. like man just yeah. really we need to make just, one of those <laughs> yeah really we cool. really do and we told jeremy and minnie that from the get-go we said i'm telling you and i'm not just telling you this out of weirdness we have done this together for years if you Gotta connect together, together yeah. 
anything you think of, anything you connect with is 100% possible and will yeah. happen. It's like writing down your goals. It's kind of the same yeah. thing, just differently. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, vi- we're visual creatures, so mm-hmm. having something visual yeah. is, yeah. you know, it does some, it stimulates yeah. different parts of the brain. So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for sitting down and talking to us. Well, we could go yeah. on and on for hours, know, but, hour, but yeah. this has been super interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we got a lot going on out here and you do we love having everybody be part of it. So I love that too. Thing. It's very communal here. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? yeah. And it, part of me thinks, what are the chances of foxes buying my childhood home? But also what are the chances of you guys could have been foxes that were like, Oh, cool. We, last name's Fox. Good. Nice yeah. to know yeah. you. Done. See you later. <laughs> That's right. They didn't yeah. want to be a part of the community. Get off my property. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so when I heard that, you know, you guys have become friends with my brother and my mom and all. It's just, it's amazing. It's yeah, uh, we love your family. We love every one of them. They're, that's they're amazing. Fantastic. You hang out with them way more than we do. Yeah. You so do. And when you guys <laughs> talk about being them, introverts, though. we're, we're, we're kind of like, right. yeah. we need yeah. to come yeah. by more often. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. would yeah. love to. We, we are yeah. a little bit of introverts. We yeah. are, but we're crazy busy too. It's kind of the same reason that you said, it's just really hard to make yeah. time. You have to, you have to have time to build relationships. Yeah. Well, yeah. and we, we love everybody being here. We just, don't stop to tell you to come so for us we always tell everybody don't if you don't hear from us it's not because we don't want you here it's just because we're so go 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 so just show up come on over and help see that's the same mentality that my parents had when they lived here so that's what i love about it anyway thank you guys so much uh for those of you guys listening we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with our information station Hey guys, welcome back to the Information Station. We hope you enjoyed that interview with Mike and Jennifer Fox. And again, not related, but uh, very (laughs) cool people. And we really enjoyed talking to them. And we will definitely be back out on the Hops Yard. I want to say Hops Farm, but it's Hop Hop Yard, not Hops Yard. Yeah, we'll definitely be back out there. We do want to do um, a month theme, a month's theme where we focus on people who are turning their property into something sustainable. Yep. So I think they're doing other things on their sure. property besides the hops, but there's quite a few farms around here that of people who have done that. So right. that we, we look forward to doing that. I can't talk tonight. I know. I'm with you. Whatever. It's just... <laughs> but you know what else? Sorry, guys. You're going to have to listen to me just fumble <laughs> through the sentences because apparently I forget how to speak. Well, I, you know, I, I also want to, I don't, you know, I cut some of it out because of the um, interest of time, because sometimes we went really long with our interviews. Which we did. <laughs> and so I've cut some of it out, but we also talked about going back and sitting with them and it kind of got us thinking, we might do a few podcasts that are just about some weird stuff because they're really into some interesting ideas and you know, if you're into any sort of paranormal discussions or any of that kind of stuff, which I totally love, of course. They are too. Which and we should uh, have done for the month of Halloween. I know, right? Craziness. And, and they, uh, they're they both super intelligent, super smart, as you could tell by the interview. But that kind of stuff, I said as we left, we should get back and just do one talking about 
crazy stuff like that. I think yeah. it would be super interesting. So yeah. we're going to definitely go back and do that. It really would be. So it was really interesting learning how the hops farm came to be there. It was really just on a whim, yeah. right? And that is so cool that Mike is like, okay, let's do it. And like, they did it. Just all in. Very cool. Yeah, I love it. Um, but hops are so much more than just for making beer. I mean, obviously that is the biggest thing that they are used for. Yep. But of course I want to pull in the alternative med side, right? And talk about the medicinal benefits of hops. Yes. And they actually have quite a few, which most herbs or plants have so many benefits. That's why, you know, when, when you're changing your diet up and it's why they talk about whole foods and especially eating more of a plant-based diet because there is so many benefits in all the fruits and vegetables and herbs and, you know, different types of plants and grains and stuff that you can eat that just provide so many medicinal benefits. Yeah. So some of some of the things about hops is one, they're high in antioxidants. And I like to tell people antioxidants are like the things are kind of like oil in a car, kind of keeps the rust away and keeps everything moving. That's what right. antioxidants are. It keeps the rust out of your body. So it's super important to consume those each and every day in abundance, of yeah. course. They're also, um, with antioxidants comes automatically anti-inflammatory benefits and also hops are antibacterial. So I'm talking about using hops in tinctures and teas and, you know, things like this to where it's more concentrated and really getting the, the, um, volatile oils and those, what are called constituents inside of that plant into like a liquid form or to get into your body. And for those of you that don't know what tinctures are, because I didn't until Angie started making them around here, Mm -hmm. it's when you take the herbs and you soak them in a jar with alcohols or oils. You could do water too, but alcohols or oils draw the, the oils and those important flavonoids. I'm going to get into all this. It's almost like homemade medicine. (laughs) Yeah. It's like your at-home apothecary, like old-school apothecary where they'd have the jars of stuff in the cabinet. Yeah. I can't say apothecary, but that's cool. We've tried that one before. Yeah. But here are some of the cool um, benefits that hops do have. So they're actually a very strong sedative, and they can help calm an overactive central nervous system. (laughs) Why are you looking at me? Uh Uh-huh. They help with symptoms of anxiety. Why are you looking at me? Insomnia. Overthinking <laughs> and body twitches. She Twitching is right now. staring at me, you guys. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, something else that most people probably do not know, and actually I didn't know this until I started reading a little further into it, is that they can help relieve asthma symptoms. And wow, help, that's something else yep. I have occasionally. And wow. they because they actually help with um well, they help dry up like a spasmetic like spasms. And that's what asthma does. It's kind of like a seizing, it right? Is. It's a, like, so, yeah. yeah. So it helps with that. So that's really cool. Um, it's also a good herbal remedy for stomach issues related mainly to making poor dietary choices in our life or how, you know, how your stomach can get real achy from emotional issues. Yeah. So that's what hops can help with, help with in that department. Doesn't mean that you want to continue those poor dietary choices. And you've got to find a way to 
reduce that emotional stress that you're having that's causing your gut to feel like that, but they will help. Wow. Yeah, they um they help to relax tension and normalize gastric juices, which improves the overall health of your gut. So yeah. they're I mean they're really good for anybody to take. It's crazy how you much they they do. And in moderation too. Like I wouldn't tell everybody, "Ah, take this, you know, th- three times a day forever." You know what I mean? Yeah. But it it could be Something that's in your cabinet that when you start suffering from something like this, then you take it for a little while, let the body kind of adjust to it. Right. Cure, you know, heal up whatever's going on or make it feel better. And then, you know, you keep it put away for later. Wow, that's crazy. I had no idea they were so medicinal. But, uh, you know, they have three kinds of hops out there. I know they mentioned that. That's the Comet, the Cascade, and the Zeus. I think we were drinking the Cascade. And I have a tendency to... To yeah. like, um, I love beer, I hate to admit, but I, <laughs> I have a tendency to like stouts or reds or beers that are darker, but not super duper crazy strong like a Guinness. Um, and whatever it was they gave us, the uh, I think it was the Cascade, it was dark, it was like a nutty flavor, it was really, really good. Even you liked it, right? Yeah, and I was going to say, what kind of beer do I like? None. Yeah. But normally when I do, I always... Try beer when you have some. Yep. And it seems I'm always drawn towards the darker ones. Yes. Which, the, which is really strange. Well, so what I, what I didn't know until somewhat recently is if you had a dark beer like a stout, like a Guinness, it's really, really strong. It's really heavy and strong mm-hmm. and almost milky in a way. But if you have a stout, it's just as black and it has, you know, it's it has the same sort of visibility where you can't see through it, mm-hmm. but it's really smooth. So you can't go by color. But uh, anyway, I found it interesting. They have three different kinds of hops. The Zeus is supposed to be the one that makes the stronger, which, mm-hmm. of course, it's called Zeus. Um, they're divided into two categories. They're the bitter hops and the aroma hops. Uh, I tend to lean towards the aroma, uh, aroma, aroma hops. <laughs> Sharona, my Sharona hops. My hop. Sharona. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, because, you know, IPAs and stuff, those are the ones that use the bitter hops. I know a lot of people yeah. like them. I don't like bitter beer. But anyway, super cool. And we, we've learned a lot from them about, you yeah. know. Uh, and it's funny when we say that word bitter. Bitter is actually in, um, if you're building like your own little herbal apothecary, bitters are known to help with stomach issues. How That's come we don't have an apothecary? I've started an apothecary. Yeah. But it takes, t- you know, it takes time and you want to make sure you're getting the things that you're going to use because it what? takes like six to eight weeks is like a, it's a good time period to have whatever, whatever herb or whatever you're working on stored and you have to shake it every day. And then well, you where are set. you, where are you building one in the house? You haven't seen one. Well, I have three jars of hops in the pantry. Oh, wow. With, you know, soaking in there and we'll make a tincture out of that. So a tincture is just like something that. Um, you know, it's a very concentrated form. They're not, they don't taste wonderful. Yeah, of course. But you just like drop it under your tongue, kind of like how people are doing CBD oil now. Put it under your wow. tongue, gets into your system. Well, I'm excited to try that. to work. Nice. Yeah. We're going to have our and own. And I do have a couple other ones started. They actually have had those going for a while. I just haven't used them yet. Garlic and lavender, I want to say. Wow. Oh, here's something cool about hops too. You can actually take dried hops or fresh and you put them in like a mesh bag yep. because hops help with the insomnia. So you could do a tea or something where you're drinking the hops before bed. Right. But you can also put that um, sachet in your pillowcase 
and the aroma of hops is supposed to stimulate um, sleep. Wow. So you sleep. So there's something cool. So if any of you want to kind of dabble in getting your own at-home modern apothecary and started and stop taking, you know, over-the-counter medicines. Right. There's a really cool book called The Herbal Apothecary, yep. and I'll put a link to it on the um, show notes or in the on the website. Yep. And it'll take you right to Amazon, yep. so if you want to buy it, and it's like step-by-step, step, so it gives you a lot of great information. Nice. Yeah. Well, and, and in, uh, yeah, that, so it's in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes and on the website, but that's awesome. Yeah. Well, so I didn't know, but I'm excited we have our own apothecary. That's cool. <laughs> apothecary. We should Perry. start a store called apothecary. We could. Probably somebody probably just bought the website. Yep, they probably did. Anyway, before we wrap, I also wanted to give a shout out to Embellish Effects. That is a place that we I think mentioned last week. We are looking forward to potentially having a guest from that store on the air. We're talking to the owner out there, Ben, and uh he was excited to get someone on the air to talk about the place but it's a uh, it's a place that we go to and have gone to for several halloweens they do cosplay makeup wigs uh, really good stuff in there yeah um, they're, they're open year round they are open year round their wigs are um they're really really good ones if you're into dressing up for halloween and you don't want the stringy amazon wig where you can see your hair through it so um they're they've got uh, a lot of good stuff in there they have the professional makeup if you're going to glue prosthetics to your face or whatever they have the not just like the spirit gum glue you can buy at like a spirit uh halloween store but they have the heavy duty stuff mm-hmm. like they use in you know full-blown production movies yeah did you so, say they do airbrushing there too they do i forgot yeah, yeah they do forgot to say that yeah you gotta get your appointment in though if you want to get it done for halloween I'm yeah especially you. now mm-hmm. yeah and also we want to hear from you so give us a call at 407-490-3899 or email us at feedback at fineanddangy.com that's right let us know what you're thinking what's going on in the community going on in your life just say hi give us some suggestions whatever awesome awesome we don't have any hashtags this month yeah we don't hashtag halloween Halloween and and hops hops. gotta be that gonna start it halloween and hops baby hashtag halloween and hops yes all right guys thank you so much for tuning in once again we appreciate each and every one of you and until next time remember that at the end of the day It's all fine and dandy. We, I ran the, uh, can I say that again?